Hello and welcome to the Silver King's War. I'm Michael Sievers, the writer, producer, and creator of this podcast series about my father's Second World War as a B-26 bombardier. Today we continue in the epilogue of Dearest Ones, Stanley's letters to his family during his Air Corps service. And we begin this episode with the answer to a question. Listeners have asked, well, how do I know the Silver King? I'm his son. After the Second World War, Stanley met and married Shirley June Gordon in Chicago on June 19, 1946, at the Intercontinental Hotel. I was born on June 4, 1948. My sister Cindy was born on February 25, 1951. Both of us were born at Michael Reese Hospital in Chicago. Our dad, Stanley, the Silver King, was born on April 23, 1923, in Birmingham, Alabama. And Mom was born on June 23, 1922, in Chicago. Our family moved from West Aldean Avenue in a, an apartment near Lake Michigan to a new home on Gregg Road in a former cornfield known as Northbrook, a Chicago suburb, in 1955. And then when Dad got a big promotion, we packed for Rockford, Illinois in October 1960. That month, we became the Seavers. Stanley sold beauty supplies for two zany uncles, Abe and Joe Bailey. His new territory, the Rockford region, had a serious anti-Semitic history. The family's minions met about a name change. Roy Seavers was playing first base for the Go-Go White Sox, a team that lost the 1959 World Series to the Los Angeles Dodgers, who had moved from Brooklyn to the West Coast. And we were Northsiders who revered the Cubs and Bears, and now we wore the pale hose. JFK won the White House a month later. I, the lonely liberal in my Teddy Roosevelt Junior High School Social Studies class, took the presidential oath on January 20th, 1961. Stanley's parents, Milton and Sarah Bell Lipsitz Silverfield, were part of an extended prosperous Jewish community in Birmingham. And Stanley's older sister, Leona, was known as the Duchess. The family, ranchers and hide salesmen, where Milton and his brothers collected scrap and traded commodities and ultimately built what became Birmingham Hide and Scrap, a prosperous enterprise in a region known for its iron ore. But World War II changed their world. Stanley wanted to fly for his country. His war, described as he could in extraordinary detail of his day-to-day, and those letters, known as Dearest Ones, carried his family throughout his work to become a decorated bombardier. He got on a train at 19 and came home 
a veteran at 22. And in those years, as a young and up-and-coming writer, he described his world in $10 words. And this became the Silver King's War. Before our hero Stanley went to war and became the author of Dearest Ones, he grew up in Birmingham, Alabama. He was a legendary baseball player during his American Legion years. He graduated from Woodlawn High School in the spring of 1940. And as his family began to prosper as the nation was coming out of the Depression, he and his sister, Leona, spent many hours at the Hillcrest Golf and Country Club. The extended Silverfield family loved to party, and the club became one of their special places. Hillcrest was an outgrowth of the Phoenix Club, which was founded in 1883 by Birmingham's Reform Jewish community. In 1922, the year before Stanley was born, Hugo Marx and Leo Kaiser led a group who purchased the property for $40,000 and developed a nine-hole golf course and clubhouse. As you know, as faithful followers of the king, this country club played a significant role in the war years for the Silverfields and became a refuge for his family as they were seeking some opportunity to celebrate during difficult times. After graduation, Stanley decided to follow his sister Leona north to Illinois for college. Leona had been studying at Northwestern University in Evanston, Illinois, and her younger brother decided to enroll at the University of Illinois at Champaign-Urbana and was enjoying college in the late fall of 1940. As 1941 began, Stanley was enjoying college life, had signed on for Reserve Officer Training Corps, known as ROTC, and his social life centered around his fraternity. Stanley was recruited to join the Phi Epsilon Pi fraternity at the University of Illinois, and he was initiated in February of 1941 and was really enjoying college as the spring term ended. He went home for the summer and returned for fall classes when life began to change. The changes for Stanley were foreshadowed by significant events, and the war in Europe was underway as Germany had invaded Poland and France. President Roosevelt, in the fall of 1940, on September 16th, had signed the Selective Training and 
Service Act of 1940. And that act required all men between 21 and 45 to register for the draft. And, of course, Stanley had registered, and he was wondering what was ahead. And then the Japanese attacked Pearl Harbor on December 7, 1941. And America entered the Second World War on December 8th of 1941. Before Pearl Harbor, the nation was at war with itself about whether or not to enter the Second World War. The election cycles of 1936 and 1940 were challenging for FDR, and he won re-election, but there was a very strong movement for isolationism in the United States. But that changed dramatically by the end of December 1941. And as America entered the Second World War, we have reached the end of part two of the epilogue for Dearest Ones. And you are listening to the Silver King's War.